Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled, Atalia is Slain with the Sword. This is focused on the study of 2 Chronicles chapter 23. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you, Lord, that it will accomplish that which you set it forth to do and will not return unto you void. Father, as we read in the scriptures here and to see the great sin of Jezebel, which is a type of what the churches have done today, where, like your scriptures have taught us in Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. Help us to escape the same spirits fighting today. Father, you said, when the enemy comes against us like a flood, you raise up a standard against him. When he comes in like a flood. So help us, Father, through the standard of your word to put us on higher ground. And we are pressing on the upward way and gaining new heights every day. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to 2 Chronicles chapter 23. Chapter 23 And in the seventh year, Jehoiada strengthened himself, and took the captains of hundreds, Azariah the son of Jeroham, and Ishmael the son of Jehohanan, and Azariah the son of Obed, and Maaseah the son of Adaiah, and Elishaphat the son of Zichri, into covenant with him. And they went about in Judah, and gathered the Levites out of all the cities of Judah, and the chief of the fathers of Israel, and they came to Jerusalem. And all the congregation made a covenant with the king in the house of God. And he said unto them, Behold, the king's son shall reign, as the Lord hath said of the sons of David. This is the thing that ye shall do. A third part of you entering on the Sabbath, of the priests and of the Levites, shall be porters of the doors. And a third part shall be at the king's house. And a third part at the gate of the foundation. And all the people shall be in the courts of the house of the Lord. But let none come into the house of the Lord, save the priests, and they that minister of the Levites. They shall go in, for they are holy. But all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. And the Levites shall compass the king round about, every man with his weapons in his hand. And whosoever else cometh into the house, he shall be put to death. But be ye with the king when he cometh in, and when he goeth out. So the Levites and all Judah did according to all things that Jehoiada the priest had commanded, and took every man his men that were to come in on the Sabbath, with them that were to go out on the Sabbath. For Jehoiada the priest dismissed not the courses. Moreover, Jehoiada the priest delivered to the captains of hundreds spears and bucklers and shields that had been King David's, which were in the house of God. And he sat all the people, every man having his weapon in his hand, from the right side of the temple to the left side of the temple, along by the altar and the temple, by the king round about. Then they brought out the king's son, and put upon him the crown, and gave him the testimony, and made him king. And Jehoiada and his sons anointed him, and said, God save the king! Now when Athaliah heard the noise of the people running and praising the king, she came to the people into the house of the Lord. And she looked, and behold, the king stood at his pillar at the entering in, and the princes and the trumpets by the king. And all the people of the land rejoiced, and sounded with trumpets, also the singers with instruments of music, and such as taught to sing praise. Then Athaliah rent her clothes and said, Treason! 
Then Jehoiada the priest brought out the captains of hundreds that were set over the host, and said unto them, Have her forth of the ranges, and whoso followeth her, let him be slain with the sword. For the priest said, Slay her not in the house of the Lord. So they laid hands on her, and when she was come to the entering of the horse gate by the king's house, they slew her there. And Jehoiada made a covenant between him, and between all the people, and between the king, that they should be the Lord's people. Then all the people went to the house of Baal, and brake it down, and brake his altars and his images in pieces, and slew Matan, the priest of Baal, before the altars. Also Jehoiada appointed the offices of the house of the Lord by the hand of the priests, the Levites, whom David had distributed in the house of the Lord, to offer the burnt offerings of the Lord, as it is written in the law of Moses, with rejoicing and with singing, as it was ordained by David. And he set the porters at the gates of the house of the Lord, that none which was unclean in anything should enter in. And he took the captains of hundreds, and the nobles, and the governors of the people, and all the people of the land, and brought down the king from the house of the Lord. And they came through the high gate into the king's house, and set the king upon the throne of the kingdom. And all the people of the land rejoiced, and the city was quiet. After that they had slain Athaliah with the sword. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled The Tyatirian Church Age. This was preached in 1960 on December the 8th. We'll begin at paragraph 61 up to paragraph 125. I trust you find it to be a blessing. All right, this Jezebel. Now, she was a daughter of Abraham, that's true. A princess of an idolater. At that time when the royal family, her royal family, was famed by cruel, savage loyalty to Baal. Her father was a priest of the idol of A-S-T-A-R-T-E. I don't know how you pronounce it. I just picked it up in the history. Ahab used this strategy like Constantine, this great powerful nation late next to Israel. So therefore, what did Constantine do last night? He wasn't converted. Amen. He was a politician. What was he trying to do? He tucked the Christians when they told him they'd pray. And now that remember, he's t- we're talking now of the Nicolaitan. And he said if they would pray and he'd win this battle, then he would uh, he'd be a Christian. He had a dream, painted his shields white that night of the cross where the Knights of Columbus was born right at that time. Now, that's where they take their stand. But he never did anything like a Christian. On one of the Nicolaitan churches called St. Sophie, he put a cross. As I said last night, that's the only thing he ever done. It sounded anything like he was for the church, as far as I could ever glean out any of the pages of histories. And many other scholars say the same thing. We know nothing about his conversion. Now, but what did he go into? The thing he wanted to do, he's seen the most of Rome now. Now look at this. Watch this strategy. Watch how the Bible confirms it. God, hundreds and hundreds of years before taking place. And Constantine used the same strategy God said here that Ahab used. Now Constantine seen a great part of his people were these Nicolaitans, Christians. Some of them was called heretics. That's the Pentecostals. They were heretics, the holy rollers, and what more. That's where your real signs and wonders laid. But the church natural then was coming on up to the organization. What did he do? Constantine played a smart part. He goes over there and gets his pagan friends and gets his Christian friends and unites the churches together. 
sets up a, a propaganism into Christianity. Christianity and paganism married in the Pergus church. Now, what did he say over here to this tonight? The same thing that Ahab did. Ahab, to strengthen his kingdom, married Jezebel, this idolatress. To strengthen his kingdom. To get more strength into Israel. And that's what the churches is trying to do. You see where they're trying to make a Bible? Have it out next year? In 62? That it's a Bible that'll please the Jews, it'll please the Catholics, and please the Protestants. Oh, brother. I got the newspaper clipping. I haven't got it with me tonight. You hear me read the other night. Oh. There you are. See? Oh, them things to try to increase. They take God's holy things and scatter them anyway. To increase and make a lot of numbers. Amen. That's what the church done. Amen. It accepted people into it on the basis of shaking hands. They got renegades and everything else. Amen. Unregenerated people, but into the true body of Christ, which is not an organization, but the mystical, mythical body of Christ. You can only come in there in one way, and that's through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Right. Yes, and the same signs that struck them apostles strikes the church. Yeah, That's exactly right. Now, we don't have to compromise and say, well, we'll go join with the assemblies. We'll go join with the oneness. We'll go join with this or the Baptist or Methodist. Let's join with Christ. Amen. Amen. Stay free from these things. Because each one of those organizations are all right. But they, they get their doctrines and their things and you have to go see if the general overseer lets you come in that country and have a meeting. If you don't teach just exactly like they do, how shall? <coughs> you can't stay with the Bible. Amen. God can't do it. He hates it. Amen. Any other born-again Christian would too. Amen. Many of those people out there are absolutely wants to do it, wants to serve and wants to fellowship, but you can't do it. They'll kick you out. Well, let them kick you out. Amen. You won't get the Holy Ghost anyhow. Amen. That's exactly right. But... You see, they, they want to get that, that dogma. They want to get you where you got a lot of them. The Baptists had a slogan in 44, a million more in 44. What did they get? It's like the great evangelist Billy Graham said when he was in Louisville, I'll go into a city, said St. Paul will go into a city. He'll make one convert. Come back next year, he's, he's got 30 off of that one. Great, 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 great grandchildren from that one conversion. He said, I'll go into a city, call 30,000 up. I go back next year and can't find 30. Amen. What he said, he made a good statement, but still I don't believe that our precious brother was right. He said, you lazy preachers. said, I'll give you their names and address. You sit with your feet up on the desk and write him a letter instead of going talking to him. I, I kind of admired him for that. I like a man to be what he is, not a hypocrite. Yeah. Stand around and be what you are. And I like that. But I'd like to say, Billy, who was up there to take that convert that Paul had? Amen. Amen. What it was, Billy, if you just quit letting him go back there and shake hands and wake up and say, yes, I accept Jesus as my personal Savior, and let him stay there until he dies and rots and is born again of the Holy Ghost, he'll make new converts, brother. He's blooming with fire. You can't put him out. He's like a house on fire in a high wind. You just can't do it. Oh, he's spreading everywhere, brother, a real convert of Christ. He can't sit still. He's just, he's on the move. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, my. Glory. Passion, baptism of the Holy Ghost that sets your soul afire. Amen. 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 Can't stand still. Amen. 
Win Fanning, you know. Rush the mighty wind. Just yes, keep going. Yes, Hallelujah. I just keep feeding the wood and keep going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nobody had to take Paul's convert. Paul take him deep enough in Christ till he got dead to himself and alive in Christ, and he done the rest of it. <laughs> right. That's what it is. Baptist brethren are fine. But a million more, what good does it do? You got a million more names. We'll just sit down and make up some of you and put them on there. That's all right. But, brother, what we want is names on the Lamb's book of life, slain from the foundation of the world, washed in the blood, filled with the Holy Ghost, signs and wonders following you. Amen. Search the histories. I wish you all get the Nicene councils. Read those things to see how those martyrs help that flame of Pentecost. I'll tell you now, brother, you Baptist, Methodist, and whatever you are, the true genuine light is not the Pentecostal organization now, but the true genuine light is a Pentecostal experience. Amen. Now, I've been days and days now, those histories, dig them into all I can find everywhere, and it's that flame of Pentecost that stayed alive from Pentecost down to this time. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Amen. Been pushed out. Some of them say, well, the great Catholic Church has stood the waves. Why, it proves that she's the real church. Why, it's no strange thing to me with the state and everything else behind her. She could exist. But what's a, tr- what's a strange oh, thing? That yeah. little bunch is pulled off. That little minority kicked out, thrown in jail, sawed to pieces. How did they ever exist? Because the spirit of the living God is in their peace. And all the demons of hell cannot prevail against it. Upon this rock I'll build my church in the gates of hell. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. That's what gives the Holy Ghost to these Methodist preachers and so forth here. See, it makes them rise up. Yes, sir. Amen. Does something to you. It'll never fail. Ahab, that hypocrite. See, he goes over and he says, Now, if I could just consolidate, now I'd get this big nation, and if I marry that old boy's daughter down there, well, that we, we'll be friends. What was he doing? Selling his very birthright. Now, when this Protestant church does go back and unite with the Catholic church, it'll do the same thing it did back there. Ahab lived in the day that it's been three times. He was in the midnight experience of the journey of Israel and... Here it comes to the midnight again, and we come to the midnight again here. Three generations before this, one in here, in here, and in here. Now, if you notice, Ahab married Jezebel to strengthen his people. That's exactly what Constantine did. He set up a great big church and took the altar and made a big marble, dressed this man up, hope. Set him up on there. He was a living God. He could talk to him and, and tell her about their sins. And that displeased that old lukewarm church. And away they went. Sure. That's it. Well, but that didn't please that man who was born again. When they take that man, bring in pagan ceremonies, or saying the prayers, what did they do? They'd taken down Jude River and put up Peter. They took down Venus and put up Mary. And it brought, it brought paganism into the Christian uh, ranks. And when Ahab married Jezebel, he did the very same thing else. He brought idolatry into Israel. And what did Jezebel do? She killed every prophet she could get her hands on. Is that right? So did the popes. Every true Christian get their hands on, they killed them. But there was a star of that age. Amen. Hold on. Amen. Oh, 
Yes, sir. Hallelujah. He wasn't scared to tell him about it. <laughs> yes, sir. Hallelujah. He was God's star of that age. Amen. He got down to one time and said, Lord, I'm the only one left. God said, now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Lines. <laughs> I done got 700 hit out around him, you know, see. You don't know where they're at. They're out there in the Pharisees, Sadducees, Baptists, Methodists, and Presbyterians. But I'll get them out there. You just wait. See? I've got them out there. This, uh, they're, they're, they're mine. They're not bowed to knee to Balaam yet. But old Elijah was the voice of God in that day. He sure was a very type of the voice of God. It's the first coming of Christ. It'll be the type of the voice in the second coming of Christ again, Amen. according to the Scriptures. Now, we find out that this little Jezebel, when she got over there, she was really going to cut down all of the uh, altars of God and put up her own altars. And she had Israelites bowing before an idol. That's exactly what Constantine did when he formed the Catholic Church. He brought paganism over into the, the Christian church and had Christians bow into idols. Amen. Exactly. The dark age again. Dark age of Israel. Dark age of, of the church. Bow into idols. And Elijah was a star in his day. And caused all Israel to worship Balaam. And so did the Catholic Church at Thyatira. Now, I want you to notice another thing striking here. I was getting my history here. Jesus said that she was called herself a prophetess. That woman Jezebel who calls herself, calls herself a prophetess. Now, you see, the Catholic Church don't permit their people to read the Bible. Because they say that the priest is the only one that can divinely divine that word. Well, that's true interpretation of a prophet. A prophet has the divine interpretation of God's word. That's exactly right. How a person can call one somebody a prophet and then say they have the wrong revelation. This is much sense as eternal sonship again, you see. It's, it's the... A prophet means the correct diviner. Amen. The one that the word of the Lord came to. The revelation came to it. The word prophet means a diviner of the divine word. Amen. Jesus said, if there be one among you spiritual prophet, our Lord will speak to him. And if what he says comes to pass, then hear him. I'm with him. If it doesn't come to pass, then don't hear him. That's all. It was the, it was the divine word of God. And the word of the Lord came to the prophets. Now... They said that this church then was a prophet. Now remember, it's changed from this Nicolaitan now. It's changed over to a her. Amen. Amen. You see it? Amen. A Jezebel. Now last night was a doctrine of Balaam. See? Doctrine of the Nicolaitans and doctrine of Balaam. Now Balaam was the one who made it hoarded them with Israel. And what did the... Um, the, uh, the Nicolaitans made the organization. So put them both together and you got a her. Church. Amen. Sure. Revelation 17, the great whore that sets upon uh, many waters. Woman, prostitute. What is she? How is she a prostitute? She's committing fornication, spiritual fornication, misinterpreting the word to the people. Amen. Get away from that fanaticism. Amen. That's real fanaticism. Right. Now, see, she calls herself a prophetess. We're the one. We're the council. 
we're the lady of sin council again, the council of man. And we have decided this and this and thus. So you listen to us. But Jesus, that, that little priest up here uh, t- uh, interviewed me about Elizabeth Frazier, or that Frazier girl, said, uh, uh, the, the cardinal wants to know if you are the bishop. If uh, you baptize this Frazier girl, said she's becoming a Catholic. I said, yeah, I understand that. Said, uh, did you baptize her? I said, yes, sir. Said, how did you baptize her? I said, in Christian baptism. He said, well, what do you mean by that? I said, Christian baptism. The way the Bible says there's only one way to baptize in Christian baptism. Amen. Every person in the Bible was immersed under the water in the name of Jesus Christ. <coughs> he wrote down and started writing down like that. said, you know the Catholic Church used to do that. I said, when? I said, I have all the ancient history here that I could ever get a hold of from London and everywhere else so I can study when this hour will soon approach, when something's going to happen. I said, I, I want to know where I... He said, oh, he said, in the Bible. I said, you say that... He said, Jesus organized the Catholic Church. I said, was Peter the first pope? And said, most certainly. I said, I thought the church was infallible and didn't change and all the masses are said in Latin so that it wouldn't change. He said, that's true. I said, well, you sure have done some changing <laughs> since that time. I said, if that Bible is a Catholic book, then I'm an old-fashioned Catholic. Amen. That's right. I said, I'm an old-fashioned Catholic then. I said, it certainly, he said, well, now you see, the Bible is just the history of the Catholic Church. He said, God is in His church. I said, God is in His Word. Amen. Let my word be true and every other man's word a lie. And here on this book of Revelations is the only book, let me repeat it, that Jesus put His endorsement upon. And the first thing He did was reveal His deity. And He completely does it. And said, anybody that'll take anything out of it or add anything to it, the same will be taken as part out of the book of life. Yes, amen. Blessed is he that readeth or hear that heareth, and cursed is he that'll add one thing to it or take anything away from it. Amen. There you are, so you see the danger part. So don't ever add nothing to that. Just leave it the way it is and just keep on going. The Spirit will reveal it to you if you'll just be humble. Hallelujah. Yes, see? That's right. Amen. Now, so it's not complicated. God, Jesus thanked the Father for saying, I thank thee, Father, that thou hast hid these things from the eyes of the rabbis and the bishops and the cardinals and the general overseers and, and to reveal it to babes such as to learn. See, Amen. that's what you want. It's a revelation of God that can only come, as he said there, who does man say I am? He said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. He said, Simon, you never learned that in a seminary. <laughs> Nobody ever told you that. That come as a revelation from heaven. And upon this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell can't prevail against it. Exactly the revelation that Abel had in the beginning. It's the revelation was then. It's still the revelation. And it'll always be the revelation. That's right. Now, we find out here that she was a woman now. And a woman represents a church. Is that right? Christ is coming for a what? Right, a woman, chaste virgin. And the old woman here, she claimed herself to be of the, the church of God. But what she was, she was decked in riches and pearl and everything and had a cup of the filthiness of her fornications that she made all the kings there drunk upon the wine of it. Is that right? Amen. Now we find her here that she's called Jezebel. And Jezebel, the evil of Jezebel did as soon as she got a hope in amongst them Israelites, she put them to death and done everything she could and, and built up her own orders. Is that right? That's exactly what the Catholic Church did. Amen. That's exactly. But now, let's read just a little farther. This is going to stunt you. Sometimes you get stunted, you lead a little more. Glory. Calls herself a prophetess. 
Now, if she says, I'm the only interpreter of the word, and teaches and seduces my servants to commit fornications, to eat um, the things sacrificed unto idols. That brother that asked about the serpent, about eating the fruit in the Garden of Eden, you see what it is, don't you? When he says, eat your, what it was spiritually, you see, in the... Uh, and I gave her space to repent for her fornication, uh, fornication and then she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed. What kind of bed? Of worldliness? It's exactly what she is saying. And them that commit adultery with her into the great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. That's going into the great tribulation. And will kill her children with death. Whoa! For what? This old gal had some children. Amen. Now, Revelation 17, how many, all of you here last night, I suppose. All right. Revelation 17, this old prostitute Catholic church was a, called a whore, and she was a mother of harlots. Couldn't have been boys. There were churches. Now, where did the Lutheran church, where all these come from? Where did every organization come from? Where's the beginning of it? Lady Osea. Nicolaitans finally formed into that. That's exactly the same thing again. Amen. You can't help it, brother. Oh, Elijah called out against the thing in his day. Amen. John called out against it in his Amen. day. Amen. Yes, sir. Don't you think you say to yourself, we have Abraham to our father for us. Say, God's able these stones right, children Amen. Abraham. Amen. Amen. Just can't be helped. Now, she had children. Did the real Jezebel have children? Yes, sir. Listen. I'll kill her children. What the Catholic Church, her children, is a Protestant denomination. It's exactly because they're doing the same thing. Baptized right into her by their freak baptism. Amen. Unscriptural baptism. Shaking hands for the Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost instead of Jesus Christ. And just doing everything contrary to the Bible still. And they walk right into it. Her daughter was called Athelitha. A-T-H-A-L-I-A-H. She had her... She... Jezebel had Aletha married to Jerome, the son of king of Judah, and soon the altars of Balaam was standing in Jerusalem. Uh, you don't have to go to history of that. That's Bible. See? Her daughter, Aletha, married uh, Jehoshaphat's son, which was Jerome, and her daughters did the same thing she did. Oh, my can't you see it? See how organizations is done, brethren? They come right back to Luther and them just exactly and organize themselves together instead of letting the Holy Ghost and Pentecost did the same exactly thing. They couldn't just let the Holy Ghost go ahead and have its way and go ahead and have her light come, just examine it by the Word and go on. They couldn't let the Holy Spirit lead. They had to make an organization and cut off from everything else that would come along. Went right straight back and married into the thing again. Just exactly when we get to that age, you just watch what's waiting for you down the road here. See? Married right straight back in. Jesus said here, her, this Jezebel, she calls herself a prophetess, and I'll throw her in a bed of worldliness and kill her children also. Amen. And what kind, with a death. What is, what kind of a death does their children be killed with? You see, they're dead now. Amen. Spiritually dead. Amen. They have no revelation. Amen. They know their organization. They know their catechism. They know their doctrine of the church. But when it comes to knowing God, some of them know more about it than a hot and top would know about Egyptian night. Amen. That's right. When it comes to really knowing the Holy Spirit, 
want to call the Spirit of God a soothsayer or a devil, a discerning spirits and things like that, and casting out evils. Well, he don't belong to our organization. That group, oh, see, they just don't know. Amen. Then tag it with a name of Jesus only or some kind of a holy roller or some kind of a thing like that. Just don't know. Amen. And the hour is close to hand. Amen. That thing's going to be exposed. Amen. Exactly. God will do it as certain as I'm standing behind this pulpit. Both of y'all jerk his children out as certain as I'm standing right here. God in heaven knows that. Amen. If you believe me to be a prophet of the Lord or a servant of the Lord, you listen to me. She's close to hand. Yes, sir. Her children will be killed with spiritual death. Look at them cold and formal. Look at the... Look at our... We don't have to talk about Baptists and Presbyterians. We know they've been dead for years. Yeah. What, when Luther had his revival, justification, if he were, if he'd have kept on this, this Pentecostal great move now, it would have been the Lutheran church. Amen. The light would have come with sanctification. At Wesley followed in. He, Luther couldn't follow that. No, sir, they're already Lutherans. So then Wesley come, and after Wesley died, then what happened? They organized that and made Wesley Methodist, Primitive Wesley, all kinds of Methodists. See? And when they had a great revival. But when they throw it into organization, what happened when Pentecost come along speaking in tongues and bring the restoration of the gifts? They couldn't move. Amen. Call them devils. Now what's the Pentecost done? The same thing they did. Amen. And were they at? Just as dead as a doornail. Yes, sir. That's exact. I'll throw her children in a bed of, in a bed of death and kill them. Let me read that sword you see here. I believe it was um, the 22nd verse. And I will cast her into a bed, and then that commit adultery with her unto the great tribulation. The uh, uh, great tribulation. That's what's going through. Now, remember, let me stop here just a minute. That great tribulation is that, that which you're going to throw in there is those people that are the sleeping virgin. They didn't have oil in their lamps, yet they belonged to an organization, good people, went to church and everything, but they come for oil, but too late then. See, Amen. throw her into great tribulation. She'll go in that. The Catholic Church goes in. All of her children goes in with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. Not, not the children that's in there, but the church itself. That's her children's the organization. Not the people that's in there, like poor Catholics, Baptists, Presbyterians, or Pentecostals. I feel sorry for them. Just... Well, I, are you a Christian? Well, I'm Presbyterian. <laughs> That's no more to do with it than to say a hog with a side saddle on was a racehorse. So what in the world could you do about that? Why, nothing at all. Amen. I didn't mean that jokey. That's, this is no, not no place Amen. for jokes. This is, this is the gospel. See, I just wanted to give an illustration. See, but that, that's right. See, they ain't got no... No more to do with it than nothing. I'm Pentecostal. That don't have no more to do with it than nothing. You could belong to 411 other organizations. But are you a born-again child of God? Really do you love everybody with all your heart, with your soul, and you love God in your daily, no matter what anyone does to you, you wrap him mm, like a bus. All It shows the Holy Spirit's departed, if you ever did have it. Well, Let's she those and I will kill her children with death. Her children, Jezebel. Now what did Jezebel do? Married her daughter into the other rank of Judah over there. Or into Judah. Now what's the spiritual application? Maybe I can draw it out. Here. Watch this real close now. 
Here's Jezebel and Israel. But here's Judah, a different type. Over here on another. This is Jehoshaphat over here. All right? Now, this year was Ahab. Now, here's Jezebel right in here. Now, she comes in here and calls all of Israel to go to idolatry. That's exactly what Catholic Church did back in her days when Constantine uh, united the Nicolaitans, the cold formals up in here, into the, uh, to the, the church and to paganism and made a pagan form of Christianity. I don't want to hurt your feeling, Catholic people. But I'm responsible for God. That's all the Catholic Church is, is a pagan form of Christianity. Superstitions and idols and everything else. It's exactly yeah. just a pagan form. Uh, that's true. If I'm dying in this minute, that's the truth. Yeah. And yeah. the Protestants write in the same thing. It's in another category. Yeah. Now watch what Jezebel done. Then, you see, the, the devil, she is so shredded, she took her daughter. <laughs> she had a daughter born here. This daughter goes over here to this great holy man and takes and marries his son and brings the same thing over in here. From Jehoshaphat over in this part. Now, the real Nicolaitans, the Nicolaitans, the coal farmers that wanted that organization, they married into it here. And now, notice the same thing they cut Jezebel here, the Catholic Church. And down here, she takes her daughter, her organizations, and marries it right in June down there and does the same thing to them. Kill her children with death, spiritual death. Organize themselves to death, and the first thing you know, all the spirits gone. Tell me, let me just ask you one thing, any historian here, which I know there's five or six of you sitting here. I want you to come and produce me one scripture or, or, or one text of, of history that any of them churches that ever fell and went back into the organization ever rose again with a revival. Tell me when they organized themselves, did they ever have a revival after they organized? No, the spirit left them. I'm including Pentecost. Amen. When the Pentecostal blessings fell in you all spoken tongues, you old timers, having them great Pentecostal blessings and things fell, after a while you had what you call the general council. Organism's all right, but not organization. First thing you know, you couldn't stand it. You had to go right back and become a child of the Satan and organize yourself. And then another light come on about the name of Jesus Christ. Then they got all stuck up and said, Bless God, if you ain't got Jesus' name, you're going to hell and we got it and you ain't got it. What did he do? Just died right there in the tracks, made an organization out of it. See? Instead of letting the light just flow on through the church, it automatically take its place. But you organize yourself. What is it? Child of Jezebel. Amen. And they all died together. Now I want to ask you something. Has the assemblies of God or the oneness or or any of the rest of them ever rose in a big united revival. Not at all. This last revival just passed by that the Holy Spirit come down on a river. Many of you sitting here right now in 1933. And this great healing service is to take place. They would sweep the world. And it never come through any different organization at all. Amen. God went outside the rims and raised up a heathen almost to start that revival. Amen. And look what it's done. See? As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word and that it will not return unto us void, unto you void. So, Lord, you said like the dew comes from the skies to water the ground and 
it does what it's supposed to do. As you set forth, your word will do the same. So may it cleanse us like the waters of separation, washing us clean and separating the world out of us. Help us, Father, to be burdened. To, like in Ezekiel, you sent an angel to destroy all, all those that were not sealed by the Holy Ghost. And the ones that were sealed were crying and sighing for the abominations of the, of the people. So help us, Father, to have that same burden for lost souls, whether it's our family members or our friends or even the world in general. Help us, Father, to be daily in that feeling and that groaning. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. Take a picture, put it in a dark room. There's a process for it to go through. Take it out when the process is completed. See the beauty before you. That's how it is With this life here on earth The shot was taken From another world Earth is a dark room Where our lives develop Soon our true beauty Will unfold Struggling to live, but there's a place where they don't. Here we see sickness and dying, but there's a place where we won't. We've got no future. another world
Shut 